Welcome to Eternal Leadership, a show dedicated to equipping and inspiring leaders to accomplish what God has created in them. I'm Steve Ryder, co-founder and co-host. Here's this week's by my partner, John Ramstead. Welcome to the Eternal Leadership Podcast. You know, the question I get asked most from everybody out there listening is, how do I find my calling? You know, what am I supposed to be doing with my life? And once I've gotten those two in alignment, once once we have what Lance Wall now calls convergence, and that is understanding what our unique value is and what we're meant to do in alignment with what God has created us to do and what we're supposed to be doing next. And that is the, the question that gets asked more often than anything else. So I'm going to explore the process that I went through because I really want to, my passion is just to help you just live a life fully alive, just one filled with excitement that just comes from pursuing that worthwhile goal or dream. I'm just going to share with you, you need to know if you're starting a company or a coaching practice, maybe you're not yet you know, creating that cash flow or that impact that you want. I'm also going to share with you what you need to know, maybe you're running an established company. It's not growing the way you want. It's not having the impact uh, that you had hoped for, uh, you know, inside the company and outside the company. You know, so today's podcast, we're going to learn how entrepreneurs, just like you and I, create that impact, create that success and that significance at the same time and why it's critical for us to focus on that right now. I want to talk with you today about what I believe has to happen before we can live this life fully alive. There's one thing that we have to address to really succeed at this kind of work, and you know what that is? It's our mindset. This is an entirely new way of thinking about how to build and grow a business, uh, a life, a faith. So, you know, I hope you pay close attention to this one. Uh, This is one of my favorite quotes. It's so true. Sow a thought, reap an action. Sow an action, reap a habit. Sow a habit, reap a character. So a character reap a destiny. And that came from Stephen Covey. And today we're going to explore, I think, four mindset shifts that we need to embrace before you start exploring your calling. This is just valuable insight that I learned after going through this process myself and working with hundreds of other people. And as soon as I became aware of these mindsets and made that shift, the work of finding my calling accelerated big time. So shifting your mindset is a powerful, life-changing experience. When you get this done, you will finally break free of feeling stuck. You will be on track toward this high-impact life that you want to lead. And the best part is you will experience the joy that comes from getting paid to do the work you love every day. Now, I'm going to cover a lot today. Anytime you're trying to get clarity on your calling, it, you know, it's inevitable that we're going to hit roadblocks. Maybe you've experienced them before. You know, things like not understanding your unique value. You know, how your gifts, your strengths, and your values are really meant to work together. Maybe feeling like that answer is just in front of you, but you can't find it. Or maybe you felt like you've started down a path, only discover or felt like it was the wrong path. So here's what I know to be true. If you've ever faced any of these roadblocks before, it's totally normal. But if you allow these to become your everyday truth, you'll never achieve a life beyond influence. A life that outlives your life and has a positive impact on your family, your friends, the kingdom, uh, everyone you get to work with. Uh, A life that takes care of your financial goals for you and your family and others that you want to help. Plus, if you don't address this now... 
Another year will come and go. It'll be summer again, and you're going to be in the exact same place. You know, every New Year's, I take stock of the last year. And in the past, the only thing that ever changed was, you know, how old I was. Have you ever experienced that too? I don't know. I, I wanted different results. After my accident, when I was looking at what was next, I knew there was something different, something better. Let's take this process of finding our calling and break down exactly what slows us down, stops us, or stands in our way of, of people that I've worked with. We're going to identify and remove some of the exact obstacles that can make finding your calling frustrating. And this is going to save you a ton of frustration and give you that passion and that momentum in your life. And that biggest obstacle is mindset. And before we go any further, it is important I bring to your attention I think changing your mindset is simple work, but it's not always easy. So let's look at some of the patterns differently. Maybe let's challenge some beliefs, and, and I want to help you break through and create some clarity and momentum for you personally. So today we're going to cover four mindset shifts you need to explore that will make finding your calling, your personal why, and finding your what you're supposed to do attainable. So the first is letting go of expectations. The second is being realistic. The third is deciding what you do want. The fourth is conquering the fear of being afraid. So the first mindset, the first mindset shift that you need to make is to let go of expectation. Life isn't always what we expect, but that's not always a bad thing. You know, we can end up with a life that is much better than we could have ever imagined. And I think a calling is like that. So, you know, be open to a huge shift. It just may sneak up and surprise you. You know, living with expectations can lead us into some negative consequences. All right? You know, before my accident, my expectations that I had out of my life, I had stopped reaching for big goals and big dreams, and I felt like I was just on this plateau. And I was just in this place of what I would describe as smoldering discontent. My good friend Jeff Spadafora shared that term with me, and it so resonated. And here's the good news. It doesn't take a life-altering event or a couple years in the hospital like I went through to break through into this place of just joy and clarity and, and forward progress. So living with these expectations can lead us to some negative consequences. The first is falling into a comparison trap. So not letting go of expectations can lead into this trap of comparison that takes us somewhere negative fast. We begin to ignore the positive things that we have in our life. Because, you know, we're focused on what we didn't receive or accomplish. The second is just this feeling of ingratitude. You know, once you're in this land of comparison, it leads to this consequence called ingratitude. And one common thread that I notice when I work with clients and people that I'm just blessed to have in my life is that those who truly connect to their calling just experience this new joy and a gratitude in their lives. And it's amazing what this mind shift, mindset shift does in changing how you view your situation and how you approach these adventures that are coming ahead. Number three, a sense of apathy. When you begin feeling ungrateful, apathy sets in. Our results don't fit what we think we deserve from our actions. We start to feel maybe like we should give up, and then we do. I have definitely done that in my life. So here, you know, here's some action steps for you. You know, list some of the expectations that you have right now. 
which of these expectations line up with some of these consequences that I just shared with you? And I would just challenge you to just let those expectations go. And what expectations, man, they're exciting, they're purposeful. You know, make a, if you have time, write down, make a list, circle those. Let's build on those. And the second mindset we're going to talk about is how to just embrace our current reality. You know, there are, there are so many lessons I learned going through the last four years in my accident. And this was a shift I was forced to make, and this was really hard for me. You know, we're going to talk about just embracing this reality. And for me, it was truly a new reality. When I was in the hospital recovering from the brain injury, they kept talking about this concept called a new normal, and I hated that term. Uh, but my life is so different today. I've had to come to grips with where I'm at today is a new normal. So think about where I was just a few years ago. My finances were gone. I had not been able to work for two and a half years and earn an income. My health was gone. I was in chronic pain every day. I, I still am. I can still only work 25 hours a week. It was very easy for me to focus on what was not going right in my life. We all have these unique situations in our life. So let's create a new mindset that turns these into strengths and opportunities. You know, one of the things that God said to me at the accident, he said, all things work together for good for those that love the Lord. And as I looked at everything in my life from that perspective, it really helped me change and shift how I was perceiving what was going on. Let's look at you know some positive outcomes that can come through this. The first one is uniqueness. You'll begin to see your challenges as opportunities when you recognize the uniqueness of your situation. Now, I'm not diminishing struggles, but I'm challenging you to find the hidden possibilities that you can find despite the struggle. The second one is gratitude. Just embracing this current situation, whatever it is, helps us to do something extraordinary. We're going to begin to appreciate what we have instead of worrying about what we don't have. And the third thing is action. Just remember the negative consequences, you know, that can lead to apathy. And, and the opposite of apathy is action. And Jeff Goins, my, uh, we've had him on the podcast, he says action leads to clarity. And when we begin to embrace our current situation, uh, we're able to make this decision to take action. That action does something amazing. It allows us to do something despite the hand that we've dealt. I love what my friend John Maxwell says. He said, do something and something will happen. So what I would do for this is, you know, take, you know, if you're, if you're journaling, you know, take a, a pen, you know, list some of the limitations as you see them in your life. Identify how you've seen these as weaknesses that maybe have held you back. Recognize how you can start seeing them as unique qualities that, that can help you on your way. And then let's, let's look at some of these limiting beliefs that we have. And the opposite of every limiting belief is a liberating truth. So the third mindset, let's decide what you want. Now, this might sound like it's in conflict with mindset shift number one, letting go of your expectation, but it's not. This is about having a plan. It's not about creating negative expectations. I'm talking about having an evolving path that you can follow, adjusting and correcting it as you go based on what you have experienced along the way. I'm asking you to want something and work for it. And there's two paths to consider. You know, the first path is this predetermined path. Whatever will be, will be. And this kind of removes our responsibility uh, from what's going on in our life. I think it can create confusion when things don't fit in to what we think the world should look like. 
Uh, path number two is the self-made path. If you can believe it, you can achieve it. You know, name it and claim it. And this makes life hard because if everything is in our control, you know, why do we end up not with the results that we want to have? Why do we get stuck in traffic jams? You know, why isn't the universe uh, conforming to our expectations? But is there a third path? And I believe there is. We have the ability to respond to the things that happen to us in spite of the odds and the challenges that life throws at us. Right? We've been guaranteed that we're going to have tribulation in this life. But Jesus said he has overcome the world. Right, And we have him as our friend and our partner in everything that we do. And now this is a path where everything in the past has purpose. So what if you look at everything you've been through, the good and the bad, mistakes and failures, as well as successes, and now see it from a different context. The truth is, the truth is that everything you've done in your life has prepared you perfectly for this season of your life. Now, how do you do this? Um, you do this on this path of calling. So be honest about what you want in life. You know, list some of the things that you want out of life. List the things you don't want. I think it's sometimes easier for us to know what we don't want than sometimes what we do want. Now, the fourth mindset, let's identify our comfort zone and move out of it. Now, life is temporary. By embracing this idea, we free ourselves to live life to the fullest. Don't wait for the fear uh, to leave you. Start learning to do it afraid. Everything I've done in my life that are just huge bright spots, I, you know, I did with fear. My first landing on an aircraft carrier, leaving my job to start my first company, even starting uh, this podcast and my coaching practice and just putting myself out there and sharing my heart were just open to the opinions of the world. So how do we do that? There's two important steps to take. Step one is feel the fear. Now, courage is not the absence of fear. It's the willingness to act in spite of that fear. And we're going to encounter all types of fears in our lives, big ones and little ones. And if we acknowledge them, we can move past them. And step two is to act in spite of the fear. Now, acknowledging fear is not a fix-all. It doesn't make that feeling of fear go away and give you this instant hero status. You know what does is deciding to act anyway. It's not letting that fear stop you. Courage is that thing that keeps you moving through these scary times to get where your path is leading you. And what has been the most powerful part of this for me is doing this in community, doing it with friends and mentors and coaches, and also doing this in prayer and in partnership with Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Okay, so, you know, list out maybe some of the fears that you have. Think of that worst case scenario. It's probably not as bad as, as you're imagining it. And then just commit to doing it afraid. Just kind of recap what we, we talked about today, because this has really been on my heart, and that's why I wanted to share it with you, is, you know, I just want to share with you just a new way to think about your mindset. I really want you to apply this to what you're doing now, and I, and I believe that you will see an immediate shift towards finding your calling. Because, you know, the results we have right now, they're a direct result of how we think. So working in this area of mindset, this is the first step to getting different results, and it's critical to clearing the path to finding your calling, figuring out what to do and how to do it. So in the next podcast episode, I'm just going to freely share the process that I went through 
after I was recovering from my accident and I had this incredible second chance at life to just authentically connect what God called me to do. So I look forward to sharing that with you. Also, please remember, we would love for you to go to the podcast and iTunes and hit subscribe. I'd love to have you leave a review and please hop on the website and leave me a comment. I would love to hear from anybody. It's john at eternalleadership.com. God bless and have a great day.